0: अमीर कहिए कहिए मुनीर कहिए जो सर्वस है ये
1: सब तुम्हारा करम है आका। 87.7 एफएम से प्रोग्राम रिफ्लेक्शंस लिए मैं हूं आपका मेजबान जुबैर अकरम। आज ग्लास्को। तेरा रमजान रमजान मुबारक। आज ईफ़्तार का वक्त है। आठ बजके तीस मिनट। और अल्लाह का सद्भक्ति बजा आते हैं कि उसने तौफीक दी और सेहत से नवाजा और हमें इसका अवगत किया कि हम उसकी मकद्दस किताब को समझ सकें उसके मानी को देख सकें और जो मकसद है वो ये कि इसके जो मबाहे हैं उसके जो मानी हैं उनको समझकर अपनी जिंदगियों में उसको अपना सकें ताकि हमारी Yevan is <laughs> in the gi or ukriz in the gimeh, kamya yogazine kul sake. Uh Ajki Ayat, Hamapisamni Rakenge, Uskangri Zita Juma or Uldu, or Per Sheikh Rajan Muhammad say Usbay Tafsir, inshaAllah.
2: <laughs> bismillahir <laughs> rahmanir rahim
3: in the name of Allah the entirely merciful.
2: The especially merciful
3: and it is he who begins creation then he repeats it and that is even easier for him To him belongs the highest attribute in the heavens and earth, and he is the exalted in might, the wise.
2: هل لكم مما ملكت أيمانكم من شركاء فِيمَا رزقناكم فأنتم فيه سواء فأنتم فيه سواء تخافونهم كخيفتكم أنفسكم
3: He presents to you an example from yourselves. Do you have among those whom your right hands possess any partners in what we have provided for you so that you are equal therein and would fear them as you fear of one another within a partnership? Thus do we detail the verses for a people who use reason.
2: بَلِ اتَّبَعَ الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا أَهْوَاءَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ عِلْمٍ فَمَنْ يَهْدِي مَنْ أَضَلَّ اللَّهُ وَمَا لَهُمْ مِن نَاصِرِينَ
3: But those who wrong follow their own desires without knowledge then who can guide one whom Allah has sent astray? And for them there are no helpers. So direct your face toward the religion, inclining to truth. Adhere to the fitra of Allah upon which he has created all people. No change should there be in the creation of Allah. That is the correct religion. But most of the people do
1: ص الہम वह तुम्हें खुद तुम्हारी ही इससे पहले आए था है कि वही है जो تخلیق की पदा करता है कि वही इसका ्यादा करेगा और यह उसके लिए आसान तर है आसमानों और जमीन में उसकी सिफ्थ सबसे ब़तर है औरव जबरदस्त और حकम है वह तुम्हें खुद तुम्हारी अपनी हीजात से एक मिसाल देता کیا تمہارے ان غلاموں میں سے جو تمہاری ملکیت میں ہیں کچھ غلام ایسے بھی ہیں جو ہمارے मालो ہوئے مال و دولت میں تمہارے ساتھ برابر کے شریک ہوں اور تم ان سے اس طرح سے ڈرتے رہو جس طرح से آپ میں اپنے इस سے ڈرتے ہو اس طرح ہم آیات کھول کر پیش کرتے ہیں ان لوگوں کے لیے جو عقل سے کام لیتے ہیں مگر ظالم بے سمجھے اپنے تخیلات کے پیچھے چل پڑے ہیں. अब कौन उस शख्स को रास्ता दिखा सकता है जिसे अल्लाह ने भटका दिया हो ऐसे लोगों को तो कोई मददगार नहीं हो सकता ऐसे लोगों का तो कोई मददगार नहीं हो सकता अगर ये एक और आयत भी इसके बाद है लेकिन हमारे सेशन में इंशाल्लाह हमारा फोकस इन्हीं दुआयात पे रहेगा इनकी
4: है जो
1: so Sheikh, um, uh, we um, have concluded those six very important ayahs, which I have requested uh, you for the for the uh, benefit of listeners and for people. Now, inshallah, if we could possibly do a little book on that or a full course on <laughs> the ayah. So, yeah, yes.
4: time permitting, inshallah, you find well. the t- you find the time for me, you now, Inshallah.
1: <laughs> Subhanallah. Yes. I mean, this is like an amazing uh, kind of discovery, at least for me anyway, uh, how these six ayahs cover the entire life
0: mm.
1: of, of um, uh, the life cycle, shall we say, and the life hereafter. Mm. You know how it 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 makes so much sense uh, to understand Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, to know Allah, Irfan Izaq. To know to have Irfan of Allah, uh, if if we if we focus on just these six ayahs, it's enough, isn't it?
0: Mm.
4: Yeah, because remember, it's um, you said it's a it's a complete journey, but it's a complete journey for your people, communities, societies, rather than just saying your individual. So you have verses, sections of the Quran that talk about your whole life cycle from you know before creation to the grave to the hereafter. You have that kind of simple cycle. What's interesting about this? I'm not seeing anywhere else in the Quran that it ties in the, the the purpose of human beings together as a society as well, as well as an individual. You know, personal responsibility as well as social responsibility, ultimate purpose individually and collectively, um, the criteria for good action individually and collectively. That is something that is very unique from the from the from the point of departure of biology. And social function and biological function and need, all the way up to the highest level of human consciousness, which is awareness of God, um, tying in natural phenomena with our understanding of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, being ultimately involved in the world. And so at a very deep, deep level, it's almost like a um it's almost like a response also to an idea that okay, there is a creator. If generally people think You know, people, clever people think, well, you can. uh, We'll admit there is a creator. There has to be a creator because there has to be an inception. Um, But we don't have to be tied by laws or um, canons or rules that are divine. Mm -hmm. So we have to just make up our own rules. So this set of chapter, this set of um, verses, indicates that that's not the case. You have to have divine guidance in how to how to order your life because the one that created. Is he not the most wise? Is that entity not the most wise entity to or also order your life, you know, in a very very smooth way into the hereafter? Hmm. It's almost like, you know, if you want to make it very crude, it's like having a, a, a user's manual that tells you, okay, this is what you are. You will never understand yourself totally, but hmm. this is the general broad outline of how you as an individual, as societies can end up reaching your end goal and you have enough information there to be able to get the job
1: done and interpersonal relationships
4: yes yeah, the whole thing is personal social and um, community individual, individual and one,
1: one, one community with another when we talk about color and languages you know how different communities interact with each other on what principles yeah the whole how...
4: thing it's the whole it's the whole thing it's, it's people that we don't even think of are part of the conversation or part of the conversation because Allah says the di- differential of pigment in skin, in the skin color and, you know, the, the, the languages that people have and there's no end to the language that people have There's no end, end to the way that people pronounce different things hmm. um, You know, the same word in different languages means different things People have different words for different um, things in the same language and people have ways of expressing things in in languages that we never can express. Like, so it's the famous thing of, you know, in Arabic, there's numerous ways of naming the same thing because Mm. you just add in, like, a sword or a line. Things that were common, they used to have numerous names for them because it was common to describe them through an an attribute or description of that thing, like a sword or a line, which is more than just a line in and of itself. It's like the line when it's hungry, the line when it's angry, the line when it's... um, eaten, you know, the line when it's ferocious. All these have different names. Mm. And so languages Elsinaticum is this a way of, of, of um marking and, and recording the most most the most um I think the most uh, you know the most specific quality of the human being which is language, articulate language, which mm. which which again um, differentiates us from all other species. As I said, I think I mentioned this. And and that's it.
1: So, moving on to the next two ayahs, I really seriously just do not understand, especially 28th. Um, Mm -hmm. But let's start with the 27th. Mm -hmm. So, it is he who creates in the first instance, Mm -hmm. and it is he who will repeat the creation. Understood? Mm -hmm. Fine. And that is easier for him. Why the emphasis? His. Mm -hmm is the loftiest attribute in the heavens and the earth okay Mm -hmm. he is the most mighty most wise so we know when ayah ends with this uh, i would like you to also kind of like talk about these two names of allah aziz and hakim and how they tie in with the previous part of the ayah
4: okay um well you know this 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 um theme has come up in the chapter before that, that is in establishing essentially that Allah is the one that um sets into motion creation. يَبْدَأ mm-hmm. is like he's the mubdi. Mubdih is like the inventor. You know, mm-hmm. so it's the ibdi it's the thing that has no previous um plan or manual. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mubdih is like you also have this word mubdih in modern Arabic. Um, you know, it's a type of shirk actually, because more Arabs don't really know Arabic much nowadays. Mm. So, you know, imagine like a football game, and you have a really f- famous footballer, and uh, he's mubdi. He's like, he's done stuff nobody else has done. Like,
1: ah, okay, okay.
4: You know, like they've they've yeah, done no. sk- used skills.
1: Mabadi is mabadi. What?
4: So no, no, mabadi is like um, from Ayn, which is mabadi um, is like um, is like principles. So that's something. Different. Well, there,
1: there's a book in Urdu called Mabadi al-Islam uh, Okay So Mabadi. Well, That's a different
4: Different. That's a different concept that's different But here um, What you have is The The kind of principle of Inception Without any plan and then the ability To repeat it Which is obvious so the only thing here Is saying, is saying God created okay that's fine Everybody will accept that except for an Outright atheist even a deist who believes that there's a creator and there's no r- rules or laws after that and God has no interest in the world will have to say that Allah There is somebody that creates the heavens and the earth and creation, the cosmos, everything. But then the thing that comes later is thumma that's the whole idea of resurrection. That's the whole idea of responsibility. Okay, so that's where, you know, when you say he will repeat it, why are you going to repeat it? He's going to repeat your creation. Hmm. meaning that you know one aspect is that you repeat your creation which means that you'll have to come and answer for what you did in the first creation when the batteries are finished you're dead you're buried you know and and you come back to resurrection you will be asked for that and then allah says Wahu now the translation i think i don't know what how is it, how is it translated um when you have it
1: uh, his is the loftiest attribute in the heavens and earth
4: no, no, I'm saying um, oh, he
1: it is. It is he who will repeat the creation And mm-hmm. that is easier for him
4: Easier for him Yeah, so easier indicates Like something's difficult And this is easier So the thing with translation Is that you, you cannot You know, even literally It means it's easier for God Meaning it's easier for God To repeat the creation Than do it in the first place Hmm now that is not correct because that translation is not correct. You know because you know God bringing things into being at the beginning. He has equally the power to bring it into being the second time, and it's exactly the same. There's no, it's not as if it was more difficult for God to. You know God really struggled. You know billah really struggled to bring creation to being because he was experimenting, and he just made it happen. But mm. imagine when he invented the world, then he wanted to repeat it, it's copy and paste, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Isn't so, it easier? W- 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 ah- Ahwan, yeah, so the, what does Ahwan mean?
4: Ahwan means easier.
1: Easier. Less, le, the,
4: less difficult. Less difficult. But then you cannot translate it like that.
1: So ah- there is another wale, translation from Yusuf Ali. Um, and for him, it is most easy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And for that's him, better. it is most that, easy.
4: That's better because... Ahwanu Ali means indicates that you know one was more difficult than the other.
1: Hmm. And,
4: and 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 in this sense there is a qaid and tafsir which says, if I remember correctly, that the, the muster in this context of Ism tafdil, which is the superlative form, which is easy, easier, you know, hard, harder, strong, stronger. That if it's used for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it just means the most perfect manifestation of, of the idea itself. Hmm. So it's most easy for him in both cases. You know, in other words, the point being made is not that the one's easier than the other, which is unbefitting of God, because everything is equally in the capacity of God. He's hmm. Al-Qadir. Qadir is the one that has complete capacity. It's not as if, like, for you, for example, you, you, for example, imagine somebody wants you to write an article in a newspaper. The first time you do it, hmm. you struggle and struggle and struggle. And then that's your if that that's your first ability, first time you've done it. You have to really struggle. You don't know how to structure it. The word counts too much. The next time you do it, you get, you get the habit of it, and it becomes mm. ahwanu alik. It becomes easier for you.
0: Mm-hmm. You know more.
4: Uh, you know ahwan actually means more uh, frivolous, um, less bothering. But for Allah subhanahu wa taala, it's equal, is exactly the same. But the thing is, this is this is done to give you an example from our perspective. If you accept, and human beings have to accept that God creates, okay. Like, only really stupid atheists think that everything came into being by itself because they have to create very, um, you know, kind of elaborate theories of how thermodynamics works, of how metaphysical realities work to try and squeeze out the fact that there was an inception and there was an inceptor. There was somebody who brought it into being, an entity that brought it into being. The only reason they do that is to not say that somebody brought it into being. Not because the, you know the statistics or the data shows that everything came out of nothing, mm. that's a very important point to realize. I think the most important point when you're speaking to an atheist is that they are so so bothered by a god existing that they will bring any alternative theory to disprove that God exists
0: mm-hmm.
4: now that is i mean I don't think that's worth arguing against, because it's frivolous. What is worth thinking about is the fact that there was a creator, he brought everything into being, and you know, masha'Allah, the, the most perfect entity, but he doesn't want to do anything, it has nothing to do with us. He just started the, the dice rolling or the, the dominoes falling, and everything, he just has no concern. That's what the deist, a deist will believe essentially that, that there is a God, but then this verse is saying, okay... Okay, we know that God created that. Is that not difficult? That would be difficult for you to do the first thing in the first place. So all religion is saying is that he's going to repeat it. All religion says is that you can, he's going to re- repeat that cycle. And why? Because it's a purpose to justice and morality that everybody gets their just desserts and everybody who st- strive for something in the end will see that good or bad. Hmm. Like You have this evil person on earth mutilating people and torturing people. And he dies on his on his deathbed in a nice mansion in the middle of you know um, California, or he molests and 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 you know molests numerous people, and he gets away with it, and nothing happens to them, and yeah. So what's where's the justice? You know, mm-hmm. do 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 we not as human beings act justly because we feel it's a good thing to do? Like why do mm-hmm. why are you just? Like when you when you're acting justly, why do you do it? Because deep down you know there's there's a reason to it's good to be just yeah yeah i mean even a child like, even a child at a certain point even if you don't tell them to be just they'll realize that when you know appears comes to shove it's good to be just the only reason that god has placed the idea of justice and within us and fairness within us as human beings is because deep deep down we know that if we're just and fair at some point everything will be equaled out you know and the thing about equaling out is that we see it doesn't happen on Earth. Like if you look at Earth, you look at the what's happening on the Earth now, you have people on the peripheries of society, wars nutrition, and, and famine, and they just die, you mm. know, rot to death in ditches. And so why do we still just, why don't we just become like, you know, um, you know, there's a, this character in, I think it's one of the s- superhero characters, Thanos. I don't know if you know Thanos. I don't know Thanos but uh, my son keeps telling me about Thanos. He's a very <laughs> okay. interesting person who essentially wants to get rid of half of the half of the universe so that the other half can, half can survive. Okay. So his idea of justice is very skewed based upon the fact that we don't have to be just and fair, we just have to be clinically clinically real.
0: Mm, you right. know so get most the job done.
4: In, you get." The, <laughs> this is Pakistani politics. I think Thanos is a perfect representation of certain
1: Just get it done. Doesn't matter how.
4: Just get it done. Unko <laughs> So this is like clean the blood up later and this this is it. This is unfortunately the situation. But why do everybody why is everybody else normally normal human beings do the opposite? Because deep down, if you're unjust, you can't go. I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to go to sleep if I felt I, I would I'd wrong somebody. It would hmm. really affect my sleep like nothing else. Why is that? It's because you know that at a certain point everything's going to come and you'll be equalized and that is why Allah says He will repeat the, the creation and why do you repeat creation? Not for some kind of fun and mischief, it's to bring people in front of you to answer their questions of what they did So all it says is, look, if God can create, He can recreate It's equally easy for Him, in other words, it's easy for Him, everything, both are easy But why does God say it is easier, you know, literally easier? It's because that's only we will understand this Because hmm. you and me understand That if I've done something before It's easier the second time If you've taught your child to do one thing The first time Like tie the sho- shoelace The second time you don't expect to be there lo- much longer You know you expect to be there shorter Because you, they've all, you've already told them Or taught them yeah. how to do it Same with everything So that's how our brain works And this is why Allah says Walahul ala And for God belongs the, the, the best of examples Meaning mm-hmm. this example is An approximation It is not befitting that we use The same terms for Allah but for you To approximate that this Is absolutely logically You know possible, rationally possible We'll give you this example That he creates and recreates And it's easy for him, easier for him Why is this done? It's because it's a method. Mathal. mathal is like a, a similitude, an example Something that makes you think I ah, understand. Okay. Oh, that's what God means. In the heavens and the earth. In other words, if you want to create examples of to explain things, then God is the one that you use the best of examples. And you can use any example. And this is why Allah says wah will aziz hakim. Aziz in the creative part. Okay. Aziz meaning creating and recreating that needs power aziz is majestic and powerful hakim is in the context of i believe the the example the similitude because how's god explain this in a way that even a dummy can understand it hmm. you know hmm. hakim means the one that has wisdom and 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 and, and a, a certain wise rationale in explaining something that even the dumbest person you know in terms of a slow intellect will click and say yes absolutely true that is That is is as it is. So Allah is using, you know, this, this, what we'd call, um, you know, jinas in Arabic. You have this kind of jinas ma'nawi. It's like a a, a way of using two terms, which is Aziz, Hakim. And you're throwing them to different parts of the verse. And this is like a very kind of... um,
1: uh,
4: Yeah, Aziz in terms of his power to create, Hakim in terms of... His ability to bring examples that bring things close to our minds and bring things easier for us to understand.
1: Asmano or zemine jo bhi hai, wo uske tawe firman hai. Wo hi hai jo taklif ki ida karta hai. Fir wo iska ayada karega. Aur yeh uske liye asaan tar hai. Aur yeh uske liye asaan tar hai. Asmano or zemine uski sifat sabse bar hai. और was the or hakim इसलिए कि उसने पैदा किया और यादा किया। और हकीम इसलिए कि जिस तर्तीब से किया और जितनी खूबसूरती से किया, इस का है कि है। no, no 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 The hakim
4: no. is related to the way that God creates the, 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 the explanation for that. So, the, meaning that God is the one that is able to bring the best example for us to approximate it to our minds, to be able to understand it. So, Hakim is the one that teaches. You know, when you teach something, to teach with wisdom means you do it so in Hakim a way.
1: So, Hakim is to uh, how we perceive it.
4: How God makes us perceive it, explains it to us. So, so obviously, there's one thing is. The creation, that's Aziz, Izzah, strength, power, everything. Okay, And then the other thing is, how did God explain that to us? He explained it to us in a way that you cannot deny it because if, if God created and he did create, mm. is it not easy for him to recreate? Okay, mm, that, mm. that logic that God has used to explain the two things is something that not many people would have thought of. And mm. the hikmah that's required for that can only come from al-hakim. You know, meaning that the example of God and the way that God explains himself and the examples he gives for himself, the the method of explanation has to be done with hikmah.
1: With hikmah. Yes. Mm -hmm. It is he who creates in the first instance and it is he who will repeat the creation and that is most easy for him. Mm. He is the loftiest, his is the loftiest attribute in the heavens and the earth. Uh, And loftiest attribute is Aziz. Mm. No um yeah, no no Allah no. <receives language> <laughs> <clears throat> <sighs> <sighs> is the loftiest attribute <mumbles> <clears throat> in, in in heavens and earth and he is the most mighty and most wise he's mighty because he creates and he recreates and he's wise because he makes us understand how we perceive his creation mm, yes, and yes. how we perceive um, uh, his recreation. And that is his sign for us to understand. Yes, yes. That he creates and he recreates. Mm -hmm. Probably the the four seasons is another example to to look at. Mm. You know, there's autumn and there's spring. Mm -hmm. You go into mountains and, um, you know, the same mountain uh, looks totally different when you go there in spring. Mm -hmm. And autumn, with autumn colors, is totally different. Mm -hmm. And you see the same trees, They, they are like Um, You know, you you go on to the same path, but every year you go there or different seasons you go there, they Mm. are entirely different. They they look very different. You don't recognize them.
0: Mm.
1: And that's, um, I mean, we always comment on that. It's so amazing to see the same terrain, but in a different way. Mm. Allah Akbar. Uh, short ad break, Reflections with Sheikh Rizwan Muhammad, Um, 13th of Ramadan, Ishtar today is at 8.30. Inshallah, we'll be right back after this break. <laughs>
0: جانا کر کے جانے جہانا کا سچیا te رب دل میں Shana کا سچیا
1: Reflections uh, with Sheikh Rizwan Mohamad, today um, it is 13th of Ramadan, 8.30 is iftar time, Surah Room, 30th Surah of Quran, Um, we've um, covered Alhamdulillah, up to around um, 27 ayahs and we move on to the, the next one, which is a complex one for me. To mm-hmm. I just couldn't understand. I've read Urdu, different translations, English, different translations. So, Sheikh 28th ayah. What's the problem? was what, the problem? Uh, problem is that how is our life an example of understanding God? Mm-hmm. That, that's what it is. It, the claim of this ayah is that if you look at yourself, you will you will know God. Mm-hmm. And then there's an example of a slave mm-hmm. of an ins- institution which, I mean, I have a trouble with understanding when we don't have slaves around. Mm-hmm. How do we understand God through this example? So
4: what do you understand from this verse? So this mm-hmm. is verse number 20, 28, isn't it? 28. Okay, what what do you what, what you've if you've read it, what's the general thing you understood and why where's the problem? So you what think is,
1: is what, what I understand is that.
4: Well, tell me what's the maqsad What's the purpose? What do you think the purpose of this verse is? Before we, uh, the, the
1: the the different levels of authority people. Any anyway, what I'm saying
4: other. is what does God want to say to you in this verse? Essentially, like in one. In I'm one, powerful,
1: and you should know I'm powerful. Okay. <laughs> okay and you know that i'm powerful because do you not see that you have slaves who are less powerful than you are and that okay. relationship should make you understand that i'm very powerful
4: okay okay so that's yeah okay understand
1: yeah i think okay I understand.
4: yeah so this this verse um it relates to the whole the whole um you know kind of um sequence of verses that come before this. I think it starts from the one that you know Allah says السماعة, السماعة والأرضو, that and from amongst his signs is that he establishes or you know what we could say is raise up the heaven the heaven the sama is the lower heaven it's not sama what it's by his command you know so this idea of God controlling and, and holding the you know him himself subhanahu wa ta'ala doing it And not just through the natural force of how things work But him subhanahu wa ta'ala doing it through his power And having the privilege and authority and power to do that It's creating this, this, this dichotomy between the, the worship and the worshipper The difference, differential between the fact that you yourselves Will start to c- consider yourselves to be self-sufficient And worthy of being adored yourself as human beings Or creating idols to worship Whatever It's the same thing Essentially you're ascribing to yourself Power to be able to decide What's right, what's wrong What's worthy of worship, what's not But
3: mm-hmm. then
4: Allah is saying Okay, let's have a look at the, the qualities Of the creator-sustainer And from just amongst some of his signs Is that he He elevates up the Or establishes and, and protects Or sustains Or whatever you want to translate eh, as It means to establish something And this is quite a, a, a interesting thing because it means that everything is is creating a very interesting balance. If you see, it's kind of from you know this co- I think comes up later in the chapter, but this idea that everything is in a in a balance that God is holding the balance, that is only for God and or God God alone to be able to have the power to do that, and it comes mm-hmm. up elsewhere in the Quran. You know, Allah says, ard." Do you not see that God has 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 given to you as a use everything on the earth? Well, fulka tajri fil bahri bi amrihi. And the you know and the and this and the and the ships sail mm. in the oceans by his command you know this idea that God has set everything in motion for ourselves and then he says well and taqalat illabi and then he holds up the sky from falling upon the earth except with his permission so this quality of power and control is only Allah subhanahu wa taala now once you're going to establish all those qualities of Allah subhanahu wa taala the power of control of creation and it continues, as you know, you know, you know, in the mm. actual chapter itself, it continues with discussing all the different ways that is that 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 then call, God will call it a caller who will then cause people to come in out of their graves. And for God belongs, what is in everything, man Everything that is in the heavens and the earth. Man literally means everyone that's cognizant and intelligent. Mm-hmm. Everybody and everything is, in a sense, you know, qanit is interesting. Obey is in a state of obedience to God. Now, then it says God brings into creation everything, and He will bring it back into creation, and it's easier for Him, or it's easy for Him, and it's of no problem to Him. Mm-hmm. And then it says God has the most perfect example to explain things, and He is wise and He's all, all powerful and wise. Mm-hmm. Then it goes on to once you've established that. To God belongs, you know, ard. to God and God alone. And the reason why is at the beginning of the, of the verse, where is
1: no, so so
4: yeah, so before before that verse 26? So The yeah, وَلَهُ, وَلَهُ Reason why is at the beginning and to him is to deny the fact that it's for anybody else, like shared ownership. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So that's a way of in Arabic ma ta'khir, in Arabic, in Arabic in rhetoric and balagha, is to put something at the beginning which really should come at the end. When it comes at the beginning, there's a purpose. You know there's a purpose to it, which is to say to him and to him alone, you know, beware of saying that to somebody else belongs what's in the heavens and the earth, anything of it. Hmm. Okay, so this is this kind of idea that you have to give, you know, إِنَّ اللَّهَ أَعْتَقُ حَقِّ الْحَقَّهُ and the prophet said that god has given everybody that has a right their right so in, in one sense you know that's that hadith talks is actually talking about um, inheritance that hadith specifically but it, it's a it's a general rule you know everybody you have to affirm and establish the qualities that entities have your mother your father your work colleague um you know leaders children everybody has to be placed in the right in the right place like Confucius theology has a very interesting idea that everybody has a very special place in a hierarchy that has to be re- re- retained whatever and they have a very strict hierarchy there but this hierarchy which is a natural hierarchy of the fact that to God belongs everything in the heavens and the earth is a, a non, non-negotiable fact of the cosmos the universe mm. and why is that the case because that is God's quality Now, the way that God will explain that to you is give a trivial example of of inequality in a society. And the example of inequality in society is in the past you used to have servant slavehood and you had a master. Now, the moment you say servant slavehood and master, you're accepting at some point everybody in that society will accept that there's different um, prerogatives, certain um, privileges to one rather than the other. Mm-hmm. Is that not the case? Yeah. So no one's going to say, oh, um, you know, apart from the fact that Islam came, you know, when the this is in this verse in Mecca al-Mukarramah, the Prophet established in Madinah al the complete parity of what a person was in- entitled to eat, to drink, and to be housed in in terms of servants. So this mm-hmm. is slightly later, but in this point, you know, to the Qurayshi society, it's a perfect example to say, look, how do you treat your servants? Do
3: mm-hmm. you give
4: them As much access to your wealth as you have Because you've earned it How many? You've earned the wealth And does it make any sense that Once you've earned it You give it to your your servant slave To do what what they want
0: Hmm.
4: In what way does that make sense? It makes no sense Nobody will say And so this triviality To a very trivial people Which is the Quraysh Who are built on This idea of masterhood and slavehood The kind of difference It says if 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 this is how you do things Then To God belongs everything in the heavens and the earth. You yourselves, your masters of servants and slaves, you yourselves are slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so are you going to then walk about saying, okay, you know, we have this power, we have that power, you can do this, you can do that. This is a this is the idol that we worship for this thing, and this is the idol we worship for that thing. The perfect, easy, simple way of creating a similitude for the Quraysh would be to bring them something that hits home in what is in their day-to-day life part and parcel of an accepted reality at the time Hmm. and so this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes that example which for us is distant I I imagine it's distant because the whole institution of servant slavehood um, you know was you know essentially um, you know kind of ran out of any utility essentially it wasn't banned I mean I I wouldn't say it was abolished or banned Hmm. This is a kind of misrepresentation of history. You know, they say that they abolished slavery. They didn't. They found that the utility of slavery, slavery in the way it was practiced, doesn't fulfill an efficient way that the economy should work. So they they created slavery in other ways. So if you look mm. at Africa and the the the, you know, the cycle of resources leaving Africa and the amount of amount of assets coming in is disproportionate to the point of um, you know injustice to its highest degree. That slavehood, I mean, I don't consider that's that's where you create a continent and create and make it into a slave colony, yeah. so you know society i mean that's another completely different topic anyway. I don't want to go into that, but the point is <laughs> no, it's true i mean I mean this whole idea of um whitewashing history and saying, well, we abolished slavery, you didn't abolish it. you just made more intelligent ways of of controlling countries look at look at the state of how they undermine the Russian economy. They don't have to send yeah. troops, and they just need to demolish a country by sending a letter or undermining its currency, or or emboldening the opposition. This is known and understood and documented. So, you know, this whole idea that Western society is the epitome of, of justice and equality is a complete farce anyway. Um, you know, it's not conspir- conspiratorial perspective. It's very, very clear. It's documented and they themselves will admit it, hmm. you know. And so the point here is the example of that institution it was the perfect example that Quran could give to show that look you and your own lives do not deal with people and individuals on this on, on a base of equality if there is an entrenched hierarchy, okay? Mm-hmm. Whether it's right or wrong, it doesn't make any difference. That's not yeah, but not it, nice. exists. It, it exists. It exists. And if you use that to do certain things, then do you not think that if God created the heavens and the earth, He has a prerogative to decide on on what's right and what's wrong? And mm. and to and also to judge you at the end of the day, and that's all the verse is saying, you know. So Allah he says, forth run. for you
1: a parable from your own lives. Do you yeah. have among your slaves some who share with you the sustenance that we have bestowed on you, so that you become equals in it?" Mm-hmm. Mm. So basically,
4: you 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 you've earned whatever whether ethical or not it doesn't make any difference. The point is, you've got. I say, a hundred thousand pounds. And you earned it at that time And all of a sudden you bring it to the table And then your servant slave Equally just starts buying and selling a Ferrari And you know and just goes out You will say well hold on what's happening here hmm. it, So Allah says do you fear them as you fear each other So obviously you don't because You know there's prerogative and and, and priority And privilege in some way In that relationship the power dynamics The structure again The, the mistake here would be for some to say Well the, the Quran is Condoning or or promoting This whole institution It's not Is this giving a reality of This is the dynamics of society Would you accept that? No you wouldn't So Allah says and in, in this In this way we set out clearly Indicators for people That use their intelligence Because no one will say And argue Well it's perfectly fair You know the whole point is Turn it on its, other, turn it on its side <coughs> Nobody In human history will say Apart from who Lenin, Marx, a communist, you know, will say, okay, we need to spread it equally because two people in the house spread it 50/50. Mm-hmm. In fact, communists wouldn't say that. A socialist would say that. A communist would say, you know, somebody else will come out from outside and take it all and 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 give you, you know, the you know, make you give you something to live on from the the, the money itself. Nobody says that. Nobody says that at all. So the Quran just hits it there and says, "Look, this is why God has the prerogative to bring everything back into creation and to judge you for your actions, because you belong to him. the, hmm. the heavens and the earth, to him belongs every person on the heavens and the earth. So you're going to start arguing about why God um, you know brought you out you know from your grave? God
1: says, yeah. Yeah. Uh, All are in obedience to Him. Like knowingly or knowingly. Uh, yeah, or... all
4: obey. Khanit is like this, is sub, subvert, um, in, in a subver, subversive state. Hmm. Subservient, sorry, subservient to God. You know, in some way or not. You're living within the parameters, for goodness sake, you're living in the parameters of what God's created. It's not as if you can you, you know, have. You know, like imagine you're a, you're a, working as a, a waiter mm-hmm. in a restaurant and then you just had enough and you get your towel and you throw it in and say I've had enough, I'm I'm leaving. Like can you do that on earth? Like can you say to God, Okay, God, that just that's too difficult. Sorry, I'm just giving in. And you throw your you throw your towel in and you walk out. Where'd you walk to?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Into another, into another, into another experiment or another test that God has created for you. You can't. I mean, there's a limit to how much you can fool yourself in this situation.
1: Moving on to the next one. Mm-hmm. So, but the wrongdoers follow their desires without any knowledge. Who then can show the way to him whom Allah? let's go astray again same same theory same thing that um has always troubled me here. Mm-hmm. uh you know um where um the, the line is uh, that if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leads you astray then who are we to get hidayah so we have no control if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already decided that we are going to be astray okay so, I, think we, we, the, we, right yeah, I
4: think we're reading the wrong uh, Different verses Are we? Yeah, because uh, it seems to be the opposite Because no, Allah, so. Allah says Like the people mm. So the people who, have, who are, are wronging themselves Have done it on the basis of following their own whims, whims And desires and choices So the whole point but is that's my evil. path
1: Allah has given me. I mean, if I'm no, gonna no, no, be no, a no, sinful person, no, 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 no,
4: no, no, no. okay. No, no. Allah says, but rather, you just have to explain this, but rather those that have wronged themselves have followed their own desires. Who's followed their own desires? They have. If you ask them what you're doing, they'll say, I'm doing it. They're not gonna say, Oh, I'm on this train and it's going towards this crash site, and I have no idea, but I want to worship God, but I can't do it, but blah, 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 blah. No. The person who's doing the killing, the person that's stealing, the person that is worshipping other than Allah, they're not going to say, oh, I'm in in this straitjacket. I really would love to worship only one God. or I really love to be a kind person, but I can't because, um, you know, I can just feel that the Qadr is just pushing down on me. No one, I've never heard of that argument at all. Mm. And the Qur'an says the opposite, but rather those that have wronged themselves are following Mm. their Mm. desires. So they've got a desire. Imagine there's a desire. They want to follow it. They want to do this. I want to, you know, look, look at Saudi Arabia. They want to have a, instead of um, a culture based on, I, I, was, I was discussing something with, some this was somebody, um, somebody who had your rap. I think they, they, yeah, I was talking about the fact that, you know, Salafism, just like a, a controversial point here, um, was basically bankrolled by Saudi Arabia. Billions of pounds. I mean, billions of dollars pushed into teaching people, brainwashing people, creating so much Destruction on, on in the Muslim Ummah, discord, and I was saying, look, that's all drying up because hmm. you know Saudi government is not going to pay you know to brainwash people anymore. I was, I was speaking to somebody from Glasgow who went to Medina University actually, and he and he escaped, and I said, you're lucky you escaped. But the interesting was that you know there is very good education in Saudi in certain universities, but certain ones were there to brainwash hmm. because you know if you look at the master's degrees from Medina University, they're all you know, refutations about this Refutations about that Attacking this person Attacking that person You know, I mean, subhanallah like, Is that the purpose of studying Is that you refute and argue against people Against mm-hmm. fellow Muslims who, who might have some, maybe, Okay, let's give arguments saying They have some, something wrong something wrong You have a big dissertation And then you teach people to go abroad Into Muslim countries So the point I was saying is the mon- amount of money that's, that was pumped in there now is now pumped somewhere else yeah that money that is now is going into inviting rap artists like drake dizzy rascal um kanye westy or whatever his name is or, you know all these people just paying them now to do ahwa the reason i was saying ahwa you know in the past yeah. ahwa was to follow a deviated religious sect Now its to follow the point is they're doing it are they not following? Are they not searching? And are they not wronging themselves by making those choices? They're making their choices. So Allah says, and they're doing this without deep, deep understanding and knowledge. It's like you're starting without thinking about everything properly. And who is it that's going to guide Allah? Who's who is it that's going to guide the one that God has 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 misguided? Now, this is, I think, this is where you're saying. Mm. Um, I don't understand it But you've missed the first bit, first bit So the first bit is The complete control that a person has in their choice So no there's a complete control
1: There's it. a choice given to us absolutely. And we because make choices who, yeah, to follow our desires or, yeah, or absolutely. Otherwise.
4: yeah, so if you missed that Then you missed it Then you, can, you have perfect reason to do that But then when Allah says
1: Who is it that can guide I didn't make a choice to come, in Glasgow, to, come to Glasgow And live like 30 years of my life But I've lived here Is that oh, a you choice?
4: Did. No, I think you did like mm. what? So you think you you got a, 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 you had a text message from God saying, "Listen, <laughs> Mister Malik, we're sending you on a imp, imp, mission impossible to sort the people of Glasgow out." And then mm. you're just like in a straight. No, you're not. I mean, there's this idea of you know, you, certain things outside your control. You just run with it, like children run with it, or you one job leads to another, leads to another. You just drop into certain things. But God is saying, the one that you know, who, who is it?
1: On 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 a Kind of a very serious not that i was on serious before on a very serious note it seems that the, your life no matter what you do mm-hmm. is following a pattern which is just written for you
0: mm-hmm.
1: you, you know there, there is a, you're you're kind of chained to your destiny mm-hmm. i don't know how you made a move you did and mm-hmm. you're sitting in istanbul but you know it's, it's very uh, as if allah Subhanahu wa Taala has made people to be anchored in a place and they will just mm-hmm. stay there. No matter what they do, they can't just move. People people in Edinburgh, they're in Edinburgh. I don't know, it's such a boring place. Why can't they move out? But they, they will just stay there. Yeah, there's there is is
4: people st- listening from Edinburgh, by the way. <laughs> Sorry, okay. And my wife's yeah, from Edinburgh as well.
1: The, the, the accent's okay. So yeah, Stafford is Stafford, Birmingham is Birmingham. My mother-in-law
4: is <laughs> probably what, listen to this and she's going to
1: say, <laughs> what is he saying? so yeah i mean the, the community here in edinburgh is very different from glasgow uh, mm-hmm. so you know it, it's just like an hour away and yeah. such a different makeup of uh, people mm-hmm. and they just wouldn't and they can't people can't see out of that at all yeah. it's not out of choice I, I believe i really believe it's not out of choice is god has in his bigger plan made people stay where they're meant to be. Mm-hmm. That's not a choice.
4: But the thing is like people do make choice. Like I, I know a lot of families that moved to Edinburgh. I know that they made decisions from you know Yorkshire or wherever they were initially. That's a lot of them came from that kind of area. Mm-hmm. So they made somebody in that in that family unit made a decision. And obviously the children follow on, but there is, I mean, clearly a decision making process. Now the thing is, other thing is that people become comfortable in their in the, the choices they've made. And so, you know, like the child will you know, think thing about child is they make lots of decisions without thinking about the ram- ramifications. Like mm-hmm. this happens when they food, there's lots of toys, so lots of, sorry, treats and chocolate. The child will make lots of choices not knowing that they're not good for them. So they'll have some of this, some of that, some of that. And they'll get a sore tummy. So they mm-hmm. don't they're not able to rein in that choice that they have, the kassab. Do you understand? So Mm, mm, you have the kassab. Now, at a certain point, you start to Mm. decide, okay, not every choice that I can make is a good choice. Like, either because it'll be harmful for you. Like, I'd really want to jump off this. Like, my son was in a mosque yesterday and there was, like, big, big steps. I mean, I'm talking about, like, six feet. And so there was a a three-foot kind of step and there was a six-foot jump. An old mosque. And he went to the three foot one and he kind of tried to jump and they jumped. he jumped. Went to the six foot one and he was about to jump and he was about to jump. And I think he realized that the six foot is slightly a bit too much <laughs> on a on a on a marble floor hmm. in a mosque is probably a bit too dangerous. So the point is if he was younger, he'd probably say, Look, Spider-Man does it, so I'll do it. But hmm. these this choices were curtailed by his possibilities of injury. And so when you get older, if you're very, very cautious, you will all end up saying, OK, I, I'm, my, my destiny is just stuck in Edinburgh. My my destiny is just stuck in this job. I can't do anything about it. So you become battered. And and this is very unfortunate for people. Is At a certain point, they stop looking at possibilities to change their own life because they think, well, there's not much more I can do. And the difference between a person like that and a person who says, thinks almost like a child where everything's possible a lot of entrepreneurs are like this Where they say, okay, what can we do? Like, what's the possibilities? Like, I, I always mention Elon, Elon Musk He's trying to buy Twitter okay. now So the point is, he's just, he just Four says point, Okay, I can do this
1: 46 billion, gosh
4: okay. 46 billion. The point is, look, he just probably woke up in the morning And said, okay, I want not do that You know, and the thing is a Massive um, investment Massive gamble But the thing is, that's like a child mind Where you're thinking Okay, I'll, I'll try that. And if it happens, then I get all this other thing, you know, leverage and all the rest of it. But that's no. a childlike mentality. We're not childlike, childish, childlike, meaning all the opportunities are still there, and you're still the, the 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 captain of your destiny. And that's what the verse is saying. It's not saying that God is is you know, has 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 kind of um, you know, as you were saying, kind of like tied you into something and destiny and no, God does say whoever who's going to guide the person that god misguides mm. meaning what what does that mean the one that god has misguided and entrenched in their misguidance based upon their own choice that's what it means mm. you know so basically you know god is going to make sure that that person gets to their destination of misguidance but there's another level which is the level of god's knowledge we all know that god knows everything that every people will do but that's not relevant here at all
0: mm. Mm.
4: And there will be nobody definitely. that helps them. Mm-hmm. And there'll be nobody to come to their aid. Why are they going to come to their aid when you know they made their own choices? And how can they come to the aid when then God has stamped the destiny upon their end as well?
1: So, so this, yeah. uh, you know this khutbah that people Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is this the same here?
4: Yeah, it's it's same, but it's just truncated because it's not adding the idea of human choice and acquisition which we believe in. Hmm. So the fact that you in the guiding and misguiding, there's the, the element of choice, that God hmm. helps a person to guidance who's, who wants guidance and helps to misguidance a person that wants misguidance.
1: So whoever Allah misguides, no one will be able to leave him astray. And whoever Allah misguides will never find guidance Yes yes.
4: So mm. th- th- this is uh, two aspects One is very powerful one, one is that if somebody decides that they're going to go astray You can't, you yourself as an individual Other than them Cannot help them
0: mm. So mm. It's,
4: it's, there's two aspects to it One is like a guidance The reason why that's mentioned in the khutbah Is because you know, the khutbah is a wa'ad The wa'ad is like a admonition And a, and a sermon to people to get them to understand So you know, today's khutbah would be about Whatever you remember about it But essentially it's to get you to be, be cognizant And understanding of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And his, and his obligations that you, have upon him, that you have upon him That you have with him subhanahu wa ta'ala And so that is there For the simple purpose to guide you But the, the khatib does say You know, I can say this But if you listening to this don't want to be guided hmm. Then... I can't help you. And if you want to be if you're guided and I want to misguide you through whatever I say, I can't misguide you. There's a sense that, you know, only you and your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are important in this whole process. Ultimately, it's God that helps. It's God that, you know, ultimately opens the heart of a person. You can point. Like, Hidayah can be of a nature where you tell somebody something or you point something out to something. Everybody can do that. You can do that. I can do that. You know, al-hadi ila sabil is in the Quran. this like motif of the person that guides to the the path. You know, like Sayyid Abu Bakr called the Prophet You know, when they were on the hijrah and they were being chased by you know Surah so, Ibn, so ibn so Malik.
1: All, oh, so so all of it is self-talk, really. Nobody can talk you into doing anything other than self-talk. What you whisper to yourself, how you process your thoughts. Mm-hmm. How you inform yourself through wahi, mm-hmm. through um, inform yourself through um, khayal, mm-hmm. and until that's corrected, no one can guide anyone. No, no, that's that's not exactly what's meant.
4: What's meant is your people can guide, but ultimately, if God has written that the person will not be guided through you, they you will you will not be guided through them. The key that opens up guidance or misguidance, you know, the key that opens up guidance or closes to misguidance is from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. A person can point towards something and that will help you decide yes or no. So mm-hmm. you meet somebody, give you advice, and you and that helps you helps to inform you, and then you make the choice. Mm-hmm. So the choice is essentially going to be your choice. It's also power that you will use, which is from God, but you will use it and to make that thing happen, and that is understood. So you have elements that influence you. But at high level, you know, if God, if somebody wanted to guide you and God had written that you're going to be misguided, that person couldn't help. Like the Prophet والسلام, if he was going to, uh, إِنَّكَ tahdi as The Qur'an says, o, o Muhammad وسلم, you do not guide the one that you want, but rather God guides whom whomsoever he pleases. <laughs> so from that perspective, You can tell, you can admonish, you can give advice. But at the end of the day, if God had not written it, it wouldn't happen. So that's a message to everybody that, you know, the individual and and God are alone in this journey. Ultimately, the person is the one that's going to be in front of God answering. Not you. Mm. God won't Mm. say, oh, why did you not guide them? God will say, why did you not tell them? Mm. You know, because no one can guide you to the path. God will not pull me up say, why didn't you st- stop that person doing this? He will say to me, why did you not tell them not to do it? I can't stop them. If they want to do it, they're going to do it.
1: Surah Rum, uh, 30th Surah of Quran, um, Reflections with Sheikh Rizan Muhammad, Tafsir of these ayahs uh, has been eye-opening. Uh, last few moments of uh, this uh, Reflections today on 30th of Ramadan, 13th of Ramadan, Eight thirty is iftar time. Uh, I'm not sure if we could probably start this science it's quite a big one. Thirtieth, mm-hmm. uh, O Prophet and his followers, turn your mm. face to the true faith. Maybe shall we do it oh.
4: tomorrow? Oh yeah, that's a, tomorrow. That's a big one. Well, that's well, there's well, lots of things there. Yeah. 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 So this is.
1: Can we give a little so teaser today, and we can start tomorrow. This
4: is an amazing verse. This is such an amazing verse. Um, so this has got so much in it of purity. Like it gives you. It takes a human being back to almost like the the fetal state at birth. You know, mm. so it's it's it reminding you of this quality of that God has created you in this most perfect, sinless, innocent form. And in that capacity, God is saying, "Okay, let's let's." All become subservient to God. Let's all be in adoration of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. But let's go back to that state of tranquility and serenity and and, and ease and peace. Um, and that, yeah. So, I mean, it's going to have to unpack it. But essentially, the call is: if you want to have the muhfooz, you want to have the maqsood of it. It's to say, look, this is very, very simple. Everybody just wants to be s- still and tranquil. You know, uh, you know, the thing about um psalm, you know, everyone's fasting, psalm is to be still. Literally in Arabic, it means to be still, like the you know, in Arabic means to that the wind when it was it was quite violent, it all of a sudden becomes very still. Hmm. And the whole purpose of human beings a human beings' life is to reach a state of stillness where you know for a moment there is silence, you know, and then you're looking to the purpose of your life. And then this verse is essentially giving you the insight into why that should be the case, how mm-hmm. you should do that. And it's a very simple verse, you know, Aqim Wajhaka kalidini Hanifa. You know, turn your face, O Muhammad, but also ourselves, to the, the most perfect um, form of religion, which is innate purity, Hanifa, which is like this innate, pre modern purity. فطرة الله, فطرة الله it is the primordial state That God has created human beings upon That state of stillness Of purity In terms of worship In terms of their own being um, And Allah says <laughs> There's no changing of the way that God has created us He's created us Everyone innocent Everyone equal <clears throat> Everyone pure And the whole purpose of life is to try and go back As the, as, you know, the Prophet Ibrahim said That you know the day in which nobody will benefit anyone else through through wealth or through children, except the person that comes with a pure heart, that still heart, you know, pure of blemishes, pure of anger, envy, rancor, pride, but also pure in terms of very still, very tranquil,
0: hmm.
4: and that is you know something that you know is so important in the Quranic text. This in Surah Al-Rum is quite an important uh, verse.
1: पसੇ اے نبی اور نبی کے پیرو یکسو ہو کر اپنا رخ اس دین کی سمت میں جمع دو قائم ہو جاؤ اس وطرت پر جس پر اللہ تعالیٰ نے انسانوں کو پیدا کیا ہے قائم ہو جاؤ اس وطرت پر جس پر اللہ تعالیٰ نے انسانوں کو پیدا کیا ہے اللہ کی بنائی ہوئی ساخت بدلی نہیں جا سکتی یہی بالکل راست اور درست دین ہے مگر اکثر لوگ جانتے نہیں ہیں سو so uh, the last of uh, today's uh, sitting, but inshallah we'll continue uh, tomorrow with 30th onwards, inshallah. Um, exactly. um And we have just one or two minutes left, just a, a very brief kind of summary of what we've done today, please.
4: So inshallah we, we today, it's quite a long journey actually, I think I took a lot of detours on this journey today, but essentially it was to Provide a clear contrast between The creative power of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Which is mentioned in these culmination of these verses The, the fact that to Allah belongs All that's heaven, the heavens and the earth Not only whatever is in the heavens and the earth But also whoever is in the earth so, so it's a direct address to you, to me To everybody that has consciousness And that everybody is in some way subservient to God And then ties into that the fact that God If he created has even more capacity to recreate, to bring us to task, to bring us in front of him, to answer for our deeds. That is a natural, logical function of a person that can do something, they can redo it. So if somebody breaks a world record, you can imagine they might even break it again. That's Mm. the the way the human being thinks. And so the Qur'an just says, look, this is the way that you think. Well, if you think in that way yourself, then why cannot God not bring you to task? For your actions on, on earth And then it goes on to using that And then using it for establishing that you should not In your relationship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Claim some sort of privilege If God contains and, and controls and, and owns everything in the heavens and the earth In your own lives there are certain things you control And other people don't control Would you let other people control what you should control? No you wouldn't mm-hmm. So then why are you taking control of what God controls? And so it's saying mm-hmm. you are a servant And Allah is the one that's worshipped You are subservient and, and Allah is the one that's subservient too You're the one that is in a state of humility And abject neediness to God And God is ghani Hamid Is the one that is wealthy Is the one that is worthy of praise That is that dichotomy That is that kind of balance that the Quran says You yourself as human beings accept it Now just Ratchet it up and just place that and use that as your relationship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you same thing the power is very clear and you accept it, and you go into a state of you know qunot, which is a state of obedience and uh, you know kind of servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala
1: that's all we have uh, for this program tonight inshallah we'll be back tomorrow again until iftar time today iftar is 8 30 uh, please keep us in your du'as when you make du'a for yourself. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum <laughs> salam wa rahmatullahi wa
0: barakatuh. keh mehre ali kit teri kit sana gusrab akhian کی تجا لڑینا عج سکم تران دی و دیریئے کیوں دل, دل